Yo, welcome to Tuesday, everybody. We have so much to talk about, but we really want to get to the last story. We're going to talk about the the financial forecast, charging stations in Hyundai, but most importantly, CEOs working on the front line. Everywhere I go, the people just gotta tease that there because those hands dirty. Show notes. We're like, Congo's. Can we just get to the last one? Just slide to that one. We'll get there. We'll get there. There's some important stuff to talk about for sure. Hey, we're having a webinar tomorrow. The next DeSoto Edge webinar with our friends at Call Review. Tomorrow, yeah. driving customer loyalty through service. If you go to asodu.com and just scroll up a little bit, you can register for the webinar. Uh, got a bunch of, de- I mean, the dealer vendor mix on this call is awesome. It's like 85% dealer personnel. Um, so, um, look, there's going to be relevant stuff talked about. We're trying to make Absolutely. webinars a little bit more fun. Might have a surprise or two. Or Kyle. maybe. Or Kyle, Kyle might just call customer service and get frustrated again like he did on That the would promo. be fun, actually, live calling uh, service departments. Now, that would be a... That would be a uh, <laughs> I, don't I don't know if we can do that on a webinar. You know? Yo, we should do, like, a secret shopping webinar where we just... <laughs> Guys, <laughs> like, oh, talk bad. about like they're gonna get in trouble. Yo, Paul. we we literally just have to do a show, and it's called Secret Shopper by Asodu. We have to oh, do a show, man. Oh, that would be ha- everybody would you tune heard in hear, for that thing. It would be bad. Oh. Uh, what we are gonna do, we're gonna be doing some man on the street interviews in Arlington, Texas, next week when we're there yeah. for the live event. Um, we hope that you'll join us for uh, Asodu Live tonight. On the 5th, which is next a week from tomorrow in Arlington, Texas, you can go to asotux.com, asotux.com. Please, if you can, join us in Arlington. It's going to be an amazing, amazing event in person. If you can't make it out, that's okay. We got you covered. We're doing a live stream, too, so you can be a part of the action. And it's an evening event, right? So for everyone who's in the service lanes and on the sale, like, I think it starts at, what, 630 Eastern? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and so, yeah, plenty of time to catch it. Um, catch it with the fam. If yeah, the put it on the Get TV, on the YouTube. YouTube. You we'll know? be live streaming on you YouTube, go. and probably the YouTube live stream quality is going to be the best quality too. So yeah, hope you join us and have everybody think that that's what you do all day when you go to work is have live bands and dress in suits and have guests and play game shows. <laughs> Uh, why not? Why not? Why not? All right, let's get to the news because we want to talk about this. Um, we want to get through, uh, talk about some important things, get to the last story. So yesterday was all about the numbers as uh, Cox held their Q1 2023 Industry Insights uh, conference call and they released the report. Um, what They talked about affordability, supply, and how other factors affected the industry big time uh, in a separate meeting. So there's two kind of, it's like a two-part first story. First part of the story is that uh, that forecast report. The second is uh, Jack Hollis, the CEO of Toyota North America. He also made some comments about what Toyota's forecasts are um, and talked about, um, you know, a bunch of stuff coming up. So let's review. Go back Check to the Cox. I know it's a complicated first story. At least it's not a Monday. <laughs> so uh, according to the Cox report, uh, consumer sentiment is down almost a full percentage point. Fed interest rates are just 0.25, yeah, you give me the up and down indicator, Fed interest rates <laughs> are just a quarter of a point below the 2006 peak. And if you look at the chart, man, that sucker rocketed up. So we're back to 2006 when it comes to interest rates. Dealer sentiment, which is my favorite part of the study every time, uh, is increasing over inventory. It's where they ask dealers questions, right? How do you feel about How this? You feel? How do you feel yep. about that? So when asked about um, inventory, the sentiment is going up, feeling pretty good. Better about inventory, yep. but profitability sentiment is going down. I guess that makes sense. Oh, oh. That uh, makes when, a lot of sense. 
when they ask dealers about as supply increases, <laughs> right? There's ba- there's some ma- macroeconomics things happening so, at this point. Man, you know? did you go to business school? I must have must have done a little <laughs> finance. You must minor. be a big. You must be a big shot. Uh, when, <laughs> when asked about factors holding uh, dealers' businesses back, they said uh, interest rates, economy, and limited inventory are still the top three concerns. At the very, mm. very, very bottom of the list is the word competition. They don't even care about the guy across the street. Competition with me, me alone, that's, and the I'm, market. Look, man, that's that's like one of the biggest things that's been talked about, like. Focusing on the game that you're playing and not yep. focusing on everybody else because you make much more impact in your overall business if you're just like not worrying about what other people are doing. So interesting that everyone kind of seems to be adopting that. Uh, used inv- vehicle inventory is down 21% year over year. Still hard to find those used cars on lots. The average listing price is also down a little bit from last year, 6%. Um, uh, but the, the average price, $26,000. For used well, car. You're still looking at $500 a month payment on average used car pricing um, when typically it used to be under a $400 a month payment 2020, 2020 and prior. 2020. Yeah. 2020, 20, goodness. 2020, 20, 20. It's like yeah, extra 20s. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, you know, we're still seeing affordability as an issue. Uh, and those used car prices are rising again here over the last month. You can kind of see it like it hit that peak, came down, and then it's, it's rising back, back again. Yep. Um, on, on unit sales, the forecast for the year is still flat, uh, year over year. So, you know, that, that supply demand and profitability are all kind of leaving everybody in a, in a similar place. Um, actually the, the pacing is actually a little bit ahead of last year, um, on both new and used. Yeah. So that's the first part of the story. The second Jack house, uh, Toyota North America CEO, he says they are predicting super strong demand for new vehicles, their new vehicles, particularly Toyotas and Lexus to continue, um, and he sees the entire new car market average transaction price crossing fifty thousand dollars. I don't know if that's ever happened before. Wow. I, don't, I don't think it has. <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah, that's wild. So he said, you know, Toyota's kind of predicting a, a f- like a little bit of a, a slower first half, but the second half of the year is going to pick up enough to have them sell a hundred thousand more units than they did even last year. Um, And he said, we're going to end the year with 30,000 vehicles in dealer inventory, which is exactly where we started. Meaning they are going to sell every car that they make. 12 turns in a year like that. And it makes a lot of sense based on the Toyota and Lexus dealerships that I've talked to. And if you look at them on the scale of days of, you got these Stellantis and, 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 you know, Detroit OEMs that, are having like 125 to 150 day supply, day supply. Mm-hmm. and you still have Toyota down at like what was it in the 20s? Yeah, which is unbelievable, yeah. right? So I think that they have figured out this supply chain thing, and um, you know that like I think that staying under that 50 day supply is what allows them to maintain profitability, Without continue to keep happy dealers, and I, if I had to guess, they're gonna nail it. Hey, ain't ain't anybody betting against Toyota these days. All right, bringing it back to my favorite. Well, I said another, my very super favorite part of the Cox Report is when Jonathan Smoke, their chief economist, who is also a DJ, DJ Smokey Smoke, he curates a playlist to just get us through. So this is his spring playlist. Get this, check this out. All right, so. Tune this up in Spotify. Yeah, regarding uh, to the banking crisis, he picks Regulate by Warren G and Nate Dogg. So good. The next one. Uh, according to, uh, you know, in the topic of credit tightening, it says, say no go 
by De La Soul. <laughs> ah, uh, for great. replacing a supply problem with a demand problem, he picked It Takes Two by <laughs> Rob Bass and Easy Rock. <laughs> so good. And finally, uh, as a cor- uh, for forecasting the rest of the year, he this picked is the best Run one. DMC's It's Tricky. It's Tricky. It's Tricky. So, I mean, leave it. I mean, you know, people don't usually think economists have like this crazy personality, but Jonathan's any level is worth of personality. It. I wish we he could. Is. I wish we he could just it. play the songs right now and not get like it pulled down off YouTube because we would do right. that in a heartbeat. <laughs> but you, you know enough of those songs to play them in your mind. All right, moving on. Speaking of moving on, I just gotta move. Segway. Go. All right, so Hyundai is considering launching its own branded EV charging network in the U.S. as part of its plans to sell 1.5 million EVs by. Sing it for him. There you go. They got to let it roll just one more time because we're going to be doing this segment live. I feel like the event next. I feel like January and February kind of let 2030 away get away from us, and March has just brought 2030 right back into our lives. (laughs) Uh, I just realized I'm going to have a hard time reading this name. Ola BC Boyle. Ola BC Boyle, Vice President Product Planning and Mobility (laughs) Strategy for Hyundai Motor North America. If that ain't a tongue twister, I don't know what is. So the network could be set up in partnership with other companies. So uh, they have opened these fast charging stations in Seoul, which includes a cafe style and lifestyle store. And they've announced these branded stations uh, for the Korean market. So, uh, hey, look, why not? Well, if you have the leverage... Right. Just think of the brand play. They mentioned like Tesla being the only manufacturer to really have a meaningful network and they have over 40,000 chargers globally. And think of the brand impression. People know that the Tesla charging network is more reliable. It's more convenient. They work. And it's like a massive billboard, right? You got these charge point chargers out there and these little gray things. There's no logo. You put you see a row of Tesla chargers and you're like, I know exactly what that is. Um, So just it's it's. For me, that's advertising space, you know? Right. It's like advertising space, budget. brand space. Yeah, exactly. That's that's a that's yep. a really good point. Like, what budget items are you actually pulling from? Uh, Boyle also considering uh, leveraging the dealer network to be known for just great refueling station, whether that's electric or gasoline. She quotes, with our dealers, they have if they have land or property they're not using, uh, could, we could set up infrastructure, hydrogen, EVs, uh, maybe even partner up with some oil companies. So Hyundai, I, I would go to a Hyundai Kia like station. I would assume it would be pretty cool. Wouldn't Why you? not? Probably pretty dope. I would. I little, would. Little, little bit what? St- stick a DJ there. Stick, Have a little fun. <laughs> right? Stick an automotive you know. economist DJ in there. And you got Let's yourself go. a party on the front line. Speaking of the front line. Segway. All right. Really the rest of the show... The whole show was just to get all 28 to minutes. Point. No, <laughs> don't worry. We're not doing that. Nah, we got a few more minutes to talk about this. Kyle, roll this one out. We got some thoughts on this. So the new Starbucks CEO, Laxman Nar. Yeah, this is why you said to roll this one out. We're going to go with Laxman. We need to start who just started the new role a few <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> a few weeks ago, announced plans to work a half shift in a Starbucks cafe once a month in order to stay in touch with the front line of the business. He wrote a letter to the employees uh, and named them the artists and the theater in front of Starbucks stores and a factory in the back. And he said, health of the company needs to be stronger. Uh, in the six months leading up to the role, he earned his barista certificate and visited many stores, 
farms, manufacturing facilities. My man Laxman. That's that's a dude. Getting it done, getting your barista certificate saying, hey, look, if I'm the CEO of this company, I need to understand the the impact point with every single one of our customers getting into the store. I'm telling you, this is whenever I talk to a GM or a GSM or an owner or a dealer principal or anything like that, my constant encouragement is wear jeans and change some oil. Mm. Walk into the showroom and work with a customer. Sit on the sales desk. And desk a deal. Use all of the things. Engage sit with in the BDC the and log they into all the tools that you agreed to sign up for. At 38 NADA. tabs. Every <laughs> single one of those 38 tabs and figure out what it takes for your customers and your employees to interact and how you're actually able to serve them based on your own feeling. Like if you feel good about that, great. If not, then there's probably some stuff in in deep in customers or employees that's not feeling great about it either. And I think, honestly, I there, there there's probably a retooling and a re-engagement that you're going to see Starbucks have just because of the executive level decision to integrate with the front lines. And now his, yeah, he's agreed to continue this. So earned his barista certificate. Um, he's agreed to work like uh, every month, like monthly. He's going to be at least half a shift on the front lines with customers, with him, with you know frontline workers, and you know this is the kind of thing that never, ever, ever goes out of style. Ever, it never goes out of style. And and you just think of the the publicity and the the goodwill that this generates to feel like. <laughs> I mean, and also they're going mm-hmm. through they're going through you know labor challenges and unionization and all that. And you just think of all the problems that are solved by getting the, the the top side of the organization and the front line of the organization together. And the cool thing about this is that every leader, every manager, every owner has the opportunity to do this, this very instant to plan it right now. Today. And if there's hesitancy to do it, or if there's resistance to do it, or if there's Ooh. fear to do it. Tell them, Paul, tell them. That might just be a little indicator that something isn't right and something is out of whack it just might be um so specifically like i love this part check up from the neck up right there check up from the neck up on tuesday morning uh (laughs) so uh laxman is a 55 year old executive he's got a degree in mechanical engineering not what i expected uh he probably fixed the espresso machine he was chief commercial officer of pepsi and he speaks six languages (laughs) german english spanish and three different. And this guy's warming up some milk for you. Every and once he's in a while. rocking that Let's grande go. latte, half calf, almond milk, extra hot. With I don't know. the squirt and the pump, and give me the. <laughs> I, yeah, I, we got to get one things. of those special orders done. But regardless, the point is this: Kyle, show him your, show him your shirt, show him your t-shirt. Love people, love people more than you love. Just put a blank in there and Coffee, let's roll. Cars, retail mechanical, whatever you want to put in there, it's always the truth. So look, take this opportunity right now to think, who is it that you can empathize, walk a day in their shoes, learn a little bit, and make it better for all of us. 